Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to 929, the award-winning podcast from Fiverr.com. I'm Ishan Akbar, your humble host and podcast guide. As always, you give us 9 minutes and 29 seconds of your valuable time and we'll give you a top tip from someone who is brilliant at what they do. In this episode, I sat down and spoke to the key master of internet advertising, the chief marketing officer of the IAB, James Chandler. So we are effectively the trade body for anyone and anything in digital advertising in the UK. We learn why digital advertising really is a necessity for B2B brands and why businesses need to take more risks. We feel as though we have to be sort of quite functional and non-emotive about it because we're talking uh, we're talking to another business. So with time of the essence, sit back and listen in on my conversation with James Chandler. You are the Chief Marketing Officer of the IAB. What does the IAB stand mm. for? Well, the IAB is the Internet Advertising Bureau. So we are effectively the trade body for anyone and anything in digital advertising in the UK. So if you sell it or you buy it or you plan it or anything like that, we represent. So whenever I'm watching a video and five seconds in, I get another advert. This is your fault, is it? But it will be a very highly targeted, <laughs> pertinent advert. <laughs> Of something that you will probably go on and, and later buy. You're, you're in charge of the marketing for this organisation that is a trade body for all this advertising. How do you know? How do you know what I want? And you get the adverti- advert to me. That's amazing. Well, you know, we work with some special sort of amazing companies, everyone from some of the, the big platforms like Facebook, Google and TikTok, who have, you know, their own their own ways of using you know, login data and things you do on their platforms to to guess what you want, all the way through to you know, a bunch of very, very smart ad tech companies who can look at, you know, the types of things that you might be looking at and infer some information and, and, and give you something you might want. doesn't always yeah. work. Sometimes, you know, the, a pair of Mojave slippers have been following around the internet for the last six months and you've already bought four pairs. So sometimes it goes wrong, but it, invariably, you know, all of these things, providing that it's very transparent in the way they're using it and it's all you've consented for people to use it it can be very very powerful indeed especially for smaller businesses as well as the big it ones. definitely does go wrong i went through a period of my life where i was getting a lot of adverts for pregnancy tests and i told my dad dad i'm getting all these adverts for pregnancy tests and he laughed uproariously and i said what well why are you laughing is it because i'm the pregnancy test and he goes well you need someone for that don't you in the first place mate and i was like all right don't need you and facebook having a go at me for not <laughs> being alone <laughs> Well done, Dad. Um, so look, let's get into it then, because I, I suspect this is going to be absolutely fascinating. James, tell us, what is the lesson you wish to impart on our listeners today? Well, I think B2B advertising can sometimes be a bit dry and a bit functional. And I think to get around that, you've got to take some risks. Okay, so let's talk about this then. So what does taking a risk in B2B advertising look like? I, I think it's really important to try and surprise and delight people in the same way that Loads of brands that we see in a sort of consumer space do all the time. 
the, the, the sort of slight thing is that we we feel as though we have to be sort of quite functional and non-emotive about it because we're talking uh, we're talking to another business. Effectively, we're still talking to people. So all of the rules around you know creating uh, incredible narratives and being very emotional and uh, and thinking about the long term, all of those rules still exist. But for some reason, we've put ourselves into this this pigeonhole where we think we have to make stuff a bit more boring, uh, and we don't. Do you think? That's been changing, B2B advertising. Do you think it's changed over the years? If so, how? There's a seminal piece of work by um, a fantastic duo called Burnett and Field. And they basically wrote the playbook on how you build brands in advertising, in all advertising. And it's all the things like we know about, you know, uh, being emotive, thinking about the long term. And that was all around consumer campaigns. And they came out this year on LinkedIn and said, or doing some work with LinkedIn and said, actually, if you apply all that stuff to B2B, that's going to make the stuff you do there far more effective. So don't just keep doing these very tactical price promotion things every week and changing it. You need to come up with a concept and it needs to be brilliant and engage people on an emotive way. And then when they 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 are thinking of a digital advertising trade body, niche category, uh, they will think they will think of you. So your sort of saliency comes in. So they haven't rewritten the rules for anything. They've just said all of this stuff we've done before applies to B2B. And you see loads of loads of really smart B2B brands doing things differently, taking risks, and I think probably it paying off. What have you seen or what have you made of the trends this year of all years? Have you seen businesses adapting or failing to adapt? What's What's been the, the vibe? Well, I think on the subject of risk, it's really difficult to take risks. Uh, possibly, possibly going into 2021 less so, but, you know, in those sort of really dark days in March and April, asking people to take risks when effectively you're looking to make savings, you might be looking to make redundancies or furlough people, you know, it's a really hard message to give people is, you know, start taking risks. Effectively, I think marketers were just hanging on for dear life for their budget so that they didn't disappear. If you're a, a high street shop, and it's not open. It's very difficult to start advertising to people to uh, uh, to come into it. So um, I, I think our attitude toward risk, I hope, will change next year as we return to some sort of normality. But it's been a, it's been a strange old year for, for asking people to do things differently, for sure. What advice would you give to someone who's listening to this podcast and are immediately inspired and they say, right, I've got to do something right now? What is the next step you would want someone to take after listening to this episode? I wouldn't spend it in any other place apart from digital. Right. For that reason, I think, I mean, more money gets spent in digital advertising than, than anywhere else now. as a £16 billion market uh, last year. It remains to be seen what will happen to that, uh, uh, of course, in 2020. But I just think that the, the means of, if you think about how you used to be able to do it as a B2B brand, you'd have to make something relatively expensive for television or for print or for radio or for a billboard. It'd have to go through lots and lots of uh, approval processes. You'd have to get signed off by the broadcast or the people that are going to run it. Uh, and then it's out there. And how do you measure it? I think it's just completely reversed with digital. I could literally do something in Microsoft Paint or something. Yeah put it up on a platform. Within minutes, I can see whether people are engaging with it, clicking on it, going through to my site and buying things. And I can just iterate it as it goes. I can, it does this style of green work better than this. If I put a golf club in it, does it work better than if I've got a football? And so th- this idea that you need loads of money and lots of creative resource and you have to make something perfect before you put it out, I think has been flipped on its head with digital. Uh, and you can, you can really change, just start learning. And if you want to put more money in because it's working, you can. If you want to take stuff out or stop it, you can as well. And that's, I guess, the other important thing with this year is that being flexible, agility feels like it could be word of 2020. Yeah. But if you're in a local lockdown, you can't have loads of 
outdoor running if there's no one in the city centre. Yeah. Uh, so, but if you're running stuff on uh, on digital, you can just pause it until you come back through. In terms of 2021, what are your what are your big hopes for 2021 in this space? Do you know what I've quite I've weirdly I've sort of quite liked all of this. Um, queuing properly and and not many people getting into shops and <laughs> around i'm the i'm the sort of the miser that's quite like that i hate it when you sort of go in and you have to do all that sort of stuff again air kissing as well that's that that maybe has gone away <laughs> you know the you know the awkwardness of do you air kiss with someone or not yeah, have you met you know gone. so that's all gone away now but that'll come back which is a bit of a shame but uh i i think we'll get back to some sort of normality that feels like normal but won't be we'll still be doing Lots of video conference calls with just a few more people in in one room, I would yeah. think. So it'll still take a bit of getting used to. But um, whilst all this digital technology is wonderful, and I am uh, obviously a huge fan of doing it, wouldn't have a job without it. Like anyone, I am craving to go and you know be in an office with people and bounce ideas off and have lunch and all the rest of it. So. Uh, all this stuff's great and it would have been very tricky trying to do it five, six years ago, this sort of lockdown, because we didn't have the, the tools as good as they yeah. are now. But I'm craving a bit of uh, uh, adult human interaction again. That sounds weird, doesn't it? Like I live with a load of babies or, or animals. I don't live with yeah. animals. So look then, James, if people want to find out more about this space and how to negotiate all this stuff, where can they go? Well, you can find us online. We're at ibuk.com. Uh, and we've got a podcast as well, which is a couple of episodes every week. Uh, and you can find that everywhere you get your podcasts from. Oh, and it's called the IBUK Podcast, imaginatively. <laughs> well, James, look, what a pleasure to chat to you. Uh, hopefully speak to you again soon. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. My thanks to James for joining us on the show. Remember, 929 is a Fiverr podcast. You can always go back and listen to any of our previous award-winning episodes. I've been Ishan Akbar, and thanks for listening. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.